I'm Samantha. I'm Lauren. And I'm Rosa. And we're Stella Cheese Net Podcast. And we're back on this beautiful Martin Luther King Day. Yes. And we're here to spill the cheese map. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah. Finally. Perfect weather, man. I want to be out there. I want to be out there with the in ducks. a square. <laughs> so I had a long weekend. Lucky. Took Friday yeah. and today off because it was my boo's birthday. Happy birthday, Trino. Happy birthday. And it was birthday. a lot of fun. We raged. Yeah, y'all did. Y'all <laughs> were like teens on the town. I know. Thursday and Friday, we acted they like we were 21. They were like trust fund kids. <laughs> yeah. I, no job no problem pretty much that's how i felt i was like i'm just gonna party no i'm just kidding just, um no we we're just celebrating celebrating life all that good stuff how was y'all's to. weekend you have to. um it was good relaxing relaxing <laughs> why did I you have i don't know why relaxing Victoria Beckham and it was relaxing <laughs> i went out i think did i go out ever thursday we thursday. did friday and friday yeah we, yeah. we went and had Y'all a couple caught up drinks with- a good friend of ours, which I'm yeah. jealous. It was good. It was it was a good weather too that day. Yeah, we it sat outside on, on the patio. It was patio. It was thriving weather. Yes, thriving patio weather. But I, yeah, other than that, it was just to stay home and play Fortnite in the morning. <laughs> oh my god, I, Lauren's gonna release her gamer tag. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. <laughs> She's gonna get on uh, Twitch. Oh, oh my gosh, yes. It was a really good weekend. It was this weekend was like very roller coastery. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, happy because my boo's birthday. Mm-hmm. But like politically and like just socially, it was draining. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have so much to talk about. A lot. We have we're covering Ariana Grande, guys. Y'all know we had to. We unraveled everything. We're coming to guys. terms with it. Um, just just listen to hear our thoughts on it yeah um we're talking about baby hitler in this episode cardi b cardi b is gonna run for president probably (laughs) and we also have to discuss the catholic school douchebags from a catholic school kid perspective yes we all went to catholic school we have a lot to say there's some funny stories in there too we gotta talk about an egg and some other things so make sure you stick around and let's go ahead and spill the cheese Kylie Jenner has been dethroned for having a picture with the most likes on Instagram by an egg. (laughs) A picture of a brown egg. So this egg's Instagram is world underscore record underscore egg and it is now verified. Oh my god. So it's a verified egg account. Yeah. Verified Um, egg account. (laughs) So Kylie's picture had 18 million plus likes. This picture has 50 million plus likes. Wow. Doubled. (laughs) They, they posted it just to get it to break the record mm-hmm. over Kylie's, and it worked. And I liked it because I would like being a part of things. I liked it, too. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but, and, oh, keep going. I liked it, and then I unliked it, and I was like, let me not be that way. Like, let's have something <laughs> fun here. I'm going to yeah. like it. Everyone came together to like yes, an egg. Yes, we did. We did it. And Kylie, which <laughs> her picture was uh, Stormy holding her thumb. Aww. So, you know, it's a lot cuter than yeah. the egg, but... <laughs> yeah. But the internet is always going to be the internet. And, <laughs> of course, all the memes came. Mm-hmm. Jabuki Young White's tweet about it. He said the Instagram egg is of color, and this is a huge <laughs> win for representation. <laughs> I love him. So, I was going to bring that up. Yeah, I like that everyone's just kind of having fun yeah. right. with this, and it's not really negative. 
there was also the video of Kylie breaking the egg on the sidewalk. Oh, yeah. And it was a brown egg, too. And they're like, this is Kylie's revenge. (laughs) It was so funny. It was just a good moment. And I was like, this is why we love the internet. Yeah. Like, this is what the internet. Yeah. (laughs) This is the only reason the internet was made. Also, who doesn't love a good egg? Right. Fucking love it. And a good little brown egg. They're the best. Yeah, they really are. (laughs) POC egg. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Okay, so last night we had the NFC, AFC championship games. Oh, my God. And the two teams. I was going for two teams, and none of them made it. Yeah, same. With a very heavy heart. I was going for the Saints the most, probably. I know. And it was very disappointing how they just gave away that game. Right? Like, I I was rooting for the Saints. That's very Mm -hmm. rare. Hashtag rare for all of us. I blame Jimmy Buffett and him dropping the <laughs> oh mic gosh. after terribly singing the national Why anthem. Why was Jimmy Buffett the only option for that? Right? Like, you're in New Orleans. You know how many New Orleans icons there are? And, like, yes. good-ass singers. Yeah, like, Solange, Beyonce can claim New Orleans. Mm-hmm. There's so many. I don't I was, understand. And, yeah, he this fool literally dropped the mic. I was like, what is Jimmy Buffett <laughs> So, yes, we have another Super Bowl that the Patriots are going to. I hate how good they are. I, I hate, truly hate how it. good Tom it's Brady is. It's very upsetting. I really thought they had it. Kansas had it for a minute. I mm-hmm. truly believed in them. But, no, they blew it as well with stupid-ass plays. But the main story of both of these games was the refing. Yeah. There was terrible calls. The refs really wanted All the year. Rams yes. into the Super Bowl. It seemed like very set up, like they were had a hidden agenda. Mm-hmm. And if not, it's just terrible refing, and they need to fire all of those refs. And also, Besides like, Sarah Thomas. Right. <laughs> and also, like, I don't understand how this can happen in such two important ass games. How do you mess up refing that bad? And easy calls, like, pass interference Cause you for know the what, Saints. You know what's annoying is they're going to come back to the game and they're going to be like, you know what? That actually yes. was wrong. We should have called it just like they did to the Cowboys. Oh, and they're like, God. hey, you know what? The Cowboys <laughs> should have won and they probably would have gone Super Bowl and they probably would have won. And I wouldn't even care what happened now because I would have just had a Super Bowl about two years ago. So I would be fine with my life. They're going to just do it again. No, they really are. That's definitely going to be the outcome. But I am starting to respect Tom Brady more and more as the years go. I mean, I've always respect. Okay, I've always respected the man, but I hated him so much. I'm starting yeah. to finally not hate him. He works so hard. He does. He's like his life it's is ridiculous. so dedicated to football yes, that I can't exactly. hate him. It's not like he's just some douche guy who's just like blessed right. being good and doesn't have to work for it. He works really hard. So yeah, I respect what he's doing. And if the Patriots win, they win. If the Rams win, it's going to be annoying, but whatever. The thing that's annoying about the Rams are all the fake celebrities yeah, who are fans because like, they're in L.A. You're now. You're brand new. You're literally brand new. <laughs> Honestly, if it was still the St. Louis Rams, I would be like, hell yeah, yeah. let's go Rams. I'm going for y'all. But now all of the celebrities are posting photos mm-hmm. that they have with the quarterback. And it was so annoying, but the Patriots are going to win. They're going to go to the White House. They're going to eat fast food. <laughs> They're going to eat But also, like, McDonald's. Tom Brady will never do that. He has no cheat days. Oh, the only yeah. time he cheats is during the playoffs. It's so oh, <laughs> funny. You got jokes. I got, you jokes, got jokes today, y'all. She I'm here. Jokes. I'm prepared. She got them jokes. <laughs> I think I like the, like, quad photo of the four quarterbacks oh yeah and then seeing that tom brady was drafted in 2000 
like yeah, draft two thousand. Drew Brees was draft two thousand one, and, and one, then the baby. Yeah. I wanted. Coming I in. wanted a baby bowl. That made me. That made me so stoked. I was like, she got a boner. I was like, yeah, Lauren Simpson. I was like, you need to calm down because I already know how you're going. Yeah, poor little Mahomes. I just hope Never it's gonna. <laughs> he's young though. He's yeah. gonna come back. Oh yeah, for sure. And he can come back to the Cowboys if he wants. Oh my um, God, I wish. Oh. And then like Sean Payton can come coach the Cowboys too if he wants. Yes. <laughs> um, but all I'm gonna say is I just hope it's a good game. Oh, mm-hmm. and also shout out Tony Romo for that game. Dude, call. Tony Romo's the MVP. Mm-hmm. He's still a Jedi even after getting off the field. Yes. Still yes. A Jedi. Let him coach. Let him coach Cowboys. I That's really what everybody want wants. Him to come back. Please, please. Well, we got a little reunion this weekend because on Sunday, the beloved Mighty Ducks cast Mm. members. Quack, 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 we all know where Keenan Thompson is, but yes. I always wondered where Cake Eater was. <laughs> I'm not That's gonna lie, one. like yeah. And Don Danny Tamparelli still looks the exact same. Yeah. Uh huh. So we had Keenan Thompson, Garrett Ralph Henson, Vincent Larusso, Danny Tamparelli. Yeah, it looks exactly the same. <laughs> Cologne, Jeff Jacobson. They all look similar. Yeah, they they all also look pretty same. much look the exact Thompson same. Doesn't age. <laughs> he yes, really doesn't. He looks exactly. He looked like a straight up little kid in that outfit. Yes. I was like, Did they paste him in there? <laughs> yeah, and I love that they suited up in mm-hmm. their Mighty Ducks outfits. Even got the skates on. Yeah. I wonder how well they skate. I know. I was like, this... do they still have it? Like, is it riding like a riding a bike? Because well, I'm sure they had to learn. SNL. I remember one SNL, they ended it on the skating ring outside Rockefeller, mm-hmm. and Keenan Thompson was skating. Yeah, because he had to have learned if he it. didn't know. Like He's if they basically didn't know. a figure skater. <laughs> He's basically an NHL player. <laughs> I mean, I'm ready for there to be a legit Mighty Ducks team. Yes. Bring it on. Team USA, what are you doing? You should be the Mighty Ducks. Let's okay. start a petition. What if the actors were the Mighty Ducks team? Yeah, the worst team ever. The the Russian, the Iceland team. And then they had to compete in the NHL. They would lose every game. I'd be here for it. Well, we can continue (laughs) to pray for that. We also need to pray for the most beloved dog probably (laughs) on the internet. Little old Boo. Oh my goodness. Was a tiny Pomeranian. Photoed world's cutest dog. Yeah, and also mm-hmm. he was like the first dog to make a brand. Yes, yes. like be Instagram famous and like so, have a you're social so right. media. He's a little hustler dog. He yeah, was, he was. <laughs> and when he hustled on his hind legs or on his front legs, wrong dog. That's what? Jeff. That is Jeff Palm. <laughs> okay. Well, wow. We also, out. Jeff Palm's like trying to come for Boo's light right now. Okay, anyways, back Wow, shame on Jeff Paul. I'm cutting off. (laughs) Okay, go on. So, R.I.P. Boo. Boo is the reason I started to love Pomeranians and become obsessed. And, like, that's my dream dog. It's all because of Boo and Boo's cuteness. So, thank Mm -hmm. you for all the cute photos, all the cute vids, all the cute merch. Sam actually gave out Boo 
Yeah, Valentine's, Valentine's one year. Yeah, I still have it on my I think desk. I had a tattoo and a pencil. Yeah, and I've bought in. Um, Boo had merch. Yeah, I bought Boo dolls for birthdays. Like I'm gonna go stock up on Boo stuff. Oh, Boo! <laughs> so sad. R.I.P. Buddy and Boo. I know. So sad. So let's switch lanes to some political news, and talk about the new political genius. Cardi B. Yes. So she dropped a video on Instagram talking about the government shutdown, and I'm going to play it for you so you know what she said. Y'all, I just want to remind y'all because it's been a little bit over three weeks, okay? It's been a little bit over three weeks. Trump is now ordering, as in summoning, federal government workers to go back to work without getting paid. Now, I don't want to hear y'all motherfuckers talking about, oh, but Obama shut down the government for 17 days. Yeah, bitch! For healthcare, Facts. so your grandma could check her blood pressure, and you bitches could go check your pussy in the gynecologist with no motherfucking problem. Now, I know a lot of y'all don't care because y'all don't work for the government, or y'all probably don't even have a job. But this shit is really fucking serious, bro. This shit is crazy. Like our, our country is in a hellhole right now, all for a fucking wall. And we really need to take this serious. We, I feel like we need to take some action. I don't know what type of action, bitch, because this is not what I do, but. Bitch, I'm scared. This is crazy. And I really feel bad for these people that got to go to fucking work to not get motherfucking paid. Yeah, she's telling the truth. Oh, yes. All facts. So anyways, she comes out with that video. And of course, people are supporting her. And they're like, yes, "Yes, she's telling the truth. Like, we need to listen. Bring in awareness. Bring awareness to the fact that these people are working without pay. And that so many things that people rely on from the government isn't happening for them. All for Mm -hmm. a wall. All for a stupid wall that doesn't even work. Yes. And then there was also backlash, because always. And I know one of them was like, why does Cardi B care? She's a millionaire in mansions. And everyone else was like, it's called empathy. It's what you should fucking have. Even if you have all the money in the world, that doesn't mean you should stop caring about the person who has no money and needs benefits from something. like. Mm -hmm. That just shows how evil you are. Right. Why you would you think ever Cardi, yeah. what Cardi B was saying was wrong? Obviously, if that person becomes a millionaire, they're going to stop caring about everyone else. Yeah. Or they already did. No, they mm-hmm. probably already did because like all those fucking Republicans, if it doesn't happen to them, they don't give a shit. Yep. And, and then once it happens to them, it's not their fault. Also, it's just so rude to like think you can dismiss somebody because we all know the way Cardi presents herself, or she's just authentically herself, mm-hmm. and people always have an issue with that. You know, she goes on TV shows, and people love to, like, laugh with her yeah. at her antics because she grew up in New York. Like, she has the accent. She talks a certain way. So just, like, that just shows elitism that you think you can dismiss somebody because, first off, it's not their job. To, it's not their, like, not a politician. Also because they speak a certain way or act a certain way and because they have money or in a different field. Mm -hmm. That's so rude. And also everybody, everybody in the world should care about what's going on in the government. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if you don't, if you're not working for the government, Mm -hmm. like everybody should care. And, um, a funny thing on a lighter side on Twitter, there were some politicians who were like, we don't know if we want to retweet this or not because she says like, oh, pussy yeah. and, like a bunch of <laughs> curse words in it. They're like, we love this, but we don't know if we can retweet it. <laughs> and so that was one side of Twitter. And then on the other side of Twitter, <sighs> stupid ass Tommy Pickles, Lauren, whatever <laughs> the fuck, 
thought she can come for Cardi B. And she tweets, "Look, looks like Cardi B is the latest genius political mind to endorse the Democrats. Ha. Keep it up, guys. Hashtag MAGA 2020. So Cardi retweets. <laughs> she Cardi says, had some. She goes, leave me alone. I will dog walk you. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, please. And go on and go off. There were applauds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone world. was like, please. Finally, someone calling this bitch out. <laughs> but of course, Tommy can't shut the fuck up. So she responds and she says, I'm sure you would. Still doesn't make your political rambling any less moronic. Hashtag build that wall. I'm glad she admitted that she knows Cardi B could beat her ass, though. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So Cardi retweets that, and she says, You're so blinded with racism that you don't even realize that the decisions that the president you root for is destroying the country you claim to love so much. You are a perfect example on no matter how educated or smart you think you are, you still a sheep. Yes. I was like, Cardi 2020, Seriously. That is everything i want to say to them all yes the time. exactly and you and just knowing that tommy actually read that because this bitch has to have the last word in everything yeah she can't ignore anything especially if it's gonna give her publicity i was like yes mm-hmm. fucking yes i just am so glad that cardi b out of everyone in the world to go against tommy pickles <laughs> right was the one to go against tommy pickles <laughs> right? because it's nothing but genuine truth yeah and also she definitely could beat her ass yeah and like not being scared to like or not being scared to the point where she feels she has to censor herself or censor the way she actually feels she's just like this is how i feel and then i'm gonna drop some knowledge on your ass on top of that and call your ass out perfectly like that was the perfect call out Mm -hmm. i'm so glad she did it Mm -hmm. i love cardi i know i just fucking love cardi I know. I just love her more and more every day. Every time mm-hmm. she posts something, I'm like, this is why you're winning. Like, this yeah, is why you're out yeah, here yeah. winning. Yeah. She deserves everything she has. Yes. Well, is we're going to get into some a is little drama. Time? I don't Are really know if we should call it a triangle. I don't even know. What, but it's a shit storm. There's it a is. lot of <laughs> So... We're going to start off with Ariana Grande dropping her new single, Seven Seven Rings. Rings. And then the dropping of this song, the video that came with this song, the lyrics, had sparked outrage across Mm -hmm. social media. And also Princess Nokia herself posting a story claiming that Ariana Grande stole her lyrics stole Mm -hmm. her song basically Mm -hmm. uh mine and then people came back and were like well you kind of stole stuff from kaliuchi's honey baby Mm -hmm. i love that song but i think the most important key of all of this (laughs) is that ariana and princess nokia stole from soldier boy And that's Soldier Boy's influence on the world. He's yeah, and he's the most influential rapper. Has the most Twitter following. <laughs> makes the most. He makes he the most rap that songs. He has the most rap songs. Yeah. <laughs> so. In the world, Soldier Boy really was out here this week, like <laughs> bringing his Bring, name back. He was out what? here like Drake. 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 Oh, he's like, oh my Ariana, gosh. Ariana. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know what you want to call that, but Um, it was a clusterfuck. Here's my take is I 
didn't listen to the song right when it was released. Mainly because just her visuals leading up to it, I was like, what is this shitty-ass graffiti? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's this graffiti from 2012? I was like, love you, girl, but what is this? Um. So anyway, so I finally woke up the next morning after it dropped, and I was like, okay, let me watch this music video. So I turn on the music video, and it's playing, and I'm like, okay, this is literally like the Pink Trap House. Oh, I yeah. thought she was at the Pink Trap House. You're right. Like, I literally thought mm-hmm. that she was – Filming at the Pink Trap House, which is from Two Chains. Two Chains, yes. So um, I was like, okay, she's at the Pink Trap House. Anyway, so the music video goes on and the song's playing, and I'm like, what is this? Like, I think it's because I had the visual and the song at the Mm -hmm. first time. I was just like, what is she doing? Like, this isn't Ariana Grande. Like, this isn't what I'm used to, but every musician reinnovates herself or whatever, Mm -hmm. tries different shit. And I definitely thought when she started rapping, I guess you can call it, um, mm-hmm. I was like, this is definitely Pretty Boy Swag. Yeah. yeah. Like, Pretty Boy Swag is so defined. Dun, you can dun, find dun, it every, yeah, like, like dun, the dun, beat. Dun, 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 dun. And the way he said dun. it, like, pausing dun, dun. and pausing yeah. and pausing. Dun. Like, she was doing that. And so I was like, okay, this is Pretty Boy Swag. I was like, also, Ariana Grande is not a rapper. Like, this is the easiest way you can rap. <laughs> it's like yeah. pausing and pausing so it makes <laughs> a beat. So I was just like... As soon as I watched it, I was like, people are going to come for her. And I thought people were going to come for her because she was giving very Harajuku vibes. Yeah. And so I was like, they're going to come for her. This is some Gwen Stefani shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not as obvious as Gwen Stefani, like calling Harajuku because you've got that wicked. Yeah. Yeah. Our Chun Li by Nicki Minaj. Like, it wasn't that obvious. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I feel the Harajuku vibes in here. So I was like, they're going to come for her. They're going to cancel this bitch. And then she started rapping, and I was like, Ariana Grande, what are you doing? <laughs> anyway, so all that happened, but I knew, because I'm we're all Ariana stands. Mm-hmm. I know that right now, all the music she's producing are with her two girlfriends, yeah. and they're music producers. So I know this girl's not, Ariana Grande is not in there saying, like, listen to this Princess Nokia song. Let's copy this beat right here. Mm-hmm. Let's copy this from Soldier Boy. Like, let's take this lyric. Like, I, like, it's three or four other people in there uh-huh. making all of this together. And what I always loved about Ariana Grande was she has the women who help her make these songs in her music videos. Mm-hmm. She highlights them everywhere she goes. When she's performing on Ellen, she has those two girls there with her, mm-hmm. showing them, like, you know, like, giving them love, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always admired that about Ariana Grande. I was like wow, like, she's actually, like, putting these women in the forefront instead of just taking the credit for it. Yeah. Because a lot of people have ghostwriters. A mm-hmm. lot of people use, like, different producers and shit. hmm So I was just like, okay, I see the, these women in this music video. Like, this is all about her and her girlfriends, like, having a good time. They all bought rings for each other because they wouldn't, like, they're soulmates with each other. So I was like, I get it. Mm-hmm. But I knew when watching it that <laughs> she was going to be canceled. And I truly thought it was for the Harajuku shit. I thought it was just for her trying to rap. I was like, yeah. oh, no, people aren't going to receive this well. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's, like, not a great song. It's not. I feel like it's just a she's joking around song. Yes. Like, yeah. She just like, it was to, like, her fun, and that like, Victoria girl and Taylor Parks and Cadence or whatever the other girl's name is, like, all in the studio just playing around. Like, that was the vibe I got. I was like, this isn't a banger from her. Yeah. yeah. You can tell this is literally just her... I guess having fun. Yeah. Um, 
and just putting out something that she can put out i get it i get the anger from princess nokia because yeah, especially because what princess nokia song was about mm-hmm. and it was empowering to people of color or to black women and um i totally understand that but i was just like people are gonna cancel ariana grande and not realize that she has other people in on this song or like yeah I don't know. It was hard. It's always hard when you're a stand of somebody <laughs> when yeah. they do something problematic. Um, it's always difficult. I mean, mm-hmm. we've all faced that throughout these past like three or four years. People constantly canceling themselves. But I don't know. It was. It's definitely. I just. Like, I definitely felt that when I watched the video. I was like, this bitch is gonna get called out, and for good reason. For good reason. Yeah. She definitely should have never had uh, released a song. <laughs> yes, <laughs> was it I was like, just been why? a song between her and her friends. It's like when you listen to it could have uh, been a song that was just on well a new soon. album, like right. And then you have Seven Rings, right? And it's kind of like there was no reason you, for this. What, how did this happen? Yeah. It literally was for her and her friends to make the song, mm-hmm. make a music video, and like them get like the, everybody get paid for it. Like it was just like yeah, a fun song, but. Just, common flex lyrics yeah exactly super flex but um i guess like that's the issue is when you don't realize you have privilege stuff like that like i'm just gonna do this for fun you don't realize the consequences it has um Mm -hmm. because you have that privilege but ariana grande has always put out pop bangers it's always been pop so Mm -hmm. it was so weird for her to do this so i don't know yeah i don't know why anybody thought this was a good idea i think after you put out a heavy album like sweetener and then imagine she just wanted to put out a fun song. Yeah. And yeah. I get it. And I also get why people, why Princess Nokia has every right to be mad. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely suggest listening to Mine by Princess Nokia over Seven Rings because it's just a better, <laughs> better. song. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't think it was all like ill will and she was purpose- purposely yeah. copying her. When I saw clips from the music video, though, I'm like, okay, maybe she was purposely copying 2 Chains. That seems like more of a bigger story. She him over Princess Nokia. Straight up pink. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up 2 Chains. Trap house. (laughs) It was hard. It was hard to watch that music video. I was cringing. Well, I didn't watch it because I saw... Don't worry. I definitely watched it once and I don't think I will watch it ever again. Yeah. (laughs) Unless it happens to be on a TV. The reason I liked... The only part I liked of the music video is that it was all women. Mm-hmm. So it was all her girlfriends, all women, no man in sight. Because the song is about all her, like, being with your girlfriends and mm-hmm. just enjoying life all together. Yeah. So I was like, yes, female empowerment, yes. But then after just, like, <laughs> sitting there with the lyrics, I was like, oh, shit. Okay, so this Saturday, a video went viral of a white teenager in a make america great again hat staring down a indigenous elder the video is disgusting that was shown to everybody it just shows this kid being smug and this indigenous man just eating the drum and doing his song Mm -hmm. and you just see this kid just staring at him and smiling and like just being a smug ass bitch (laughs) dozens of white teenagers in MAGA hats Mm -hmm. it felt very mob-like and it brought a lot of anger out of a lot of people Mm -hmm. because how first off how do you disrespect an elder like that and then just to be a group of young white 
men in MAGA hats, like, that says a lot. That hat represents a lot. I My immediate thought was, like, okay, everyone's going to be on the side of right here. Like, everyone's going to see this and be like, what the hell is this kid doing? Like, what a punk-ass kid. But no, of course not, because I live in yeah. Texas, and I see the news here posting it on their Facebook, and I click on it, and there's tons. And it, the ironic thing is it's tons of white women in Always. the comments. Always. All the white men were saying, what a punk-ass kid this was. All the older white men. Mm-hmm. All the older white women were just defending this kid, like, there's got to be more to this. There's got to be more to this story. We haven't seen the whole video. I don't believe this. And I just found it ironic that it was all white women in their, like, 50s. Uh, I believe Sounds it. About right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so this video is posted, and then the news starts to pour out. Um, the elder man was Nathan Phillips, a Vietnam vet. He was there for the Indigenous Peoples March. And then the kid's name came out, Nick Sandman. And he was there for the pro-life march. Ugh. Why are they on the same day? First off. Yeah. Um, this kid is from Covington Catholic High School from Kentucky. And they took a bus up to Washington, D.C. for the March for Life. That's what Catholic schools do. So as the days go on, more facts, facts or whatever are coming out. And it turns out that this is the story. This is the full story of what happened. The Catholic school kids were there for the pro-life march, and they were done with the march, and they had, like, an hour to sightsee. So they were walking around, and that's when the kids started to get harassed first, but by a group called the Hebrew Israelites. There is a video, I saw the video, of them calling the, um, all the teenage boys bad names they're calling them f-a-g-g-o-t they're calling them incest babies um harvest their organs yeah and then they said there was like one person of color within the white boys and they're saying like they're harvesting their his organs they're saying a lot of terrible things but this is an extremist group and everyone realized that the hebrew israelites are an extremist group Mm -hmm. um and they're anti-jew and anti-white and they're kind of calling them, like, incest and all this stuff. So the teenage boys apparently asked their chaperones, yes, these boys were chaperoned, um, if they could start cheering their school cheer to drown out the negative comments and slurs by the guys. So they're like, yeah. So the kids start chanting their high school cheers and, like, jumping up and down to, like, drown out what those people are saying. And they're still going at them. So that's all happening. So this huge scene's happening. Mm-hmm. That's when Nathan Phillips walks in to defuse the situation. He's starting to play his drum. Nathan Phillips has been interviewed and stated, like, you know, I approached it because I saw, like, this argument mm-hmm. and I wanted to defuse the situation because, first off, what? <laughs> like, a group of white teenage boys in MAGA hats chanting at a group of black people is going to come off wrong to anybody just yeah. walking by. Yeah. So I don't know why the chaperones thought that that was a good idea to let them do that if that really happened. Mm-hmm. So Nathan Phillips decided his best, like the best thing to do was to go over there to try to make peace happen or to like, I guess, calm both sides. So he goes over there, starts to play his drum. And that's when the smug ass teen like walk, like they like met. And that's when the stare down happened. 
And this kid came out with this statement, and he was saying that everything being said is lies, and there's more to the story, and that the reason he was staring at Nathan Phillips is because he wanted to, like, show that they weren't bothered, and he wasn't smiling at first, but he smiled because he wanted Nathan to know that he wasn't going to be, like, intimidated or mad by him or turn violent, but... Mm-hmm. So, he has, like, this whole list of excuses, mm-hmm. and... You know, of course, everybody's reading this and they're like, he's just a kid. Like, they really weren't doing that. They weren't trying to be violent. But what I want to say is, if you're wearing a MAGA hat, you know what that hat stands for. You know that hat doesn't... violence. You know that hat doesn't stand for peace and finding the middle ground on things. It stands for extreme right-winged thoughts. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it shows that you believe in the current president you have his back like you're a supporter of him you're a supporter of a president who uses pocahontas as a slur against elizabeth warren a few days before this donald trump tweets about elizabeth warren saying if elizabeth warren often referred to to by me as pocahontas did this commercial from bighorn or wounded knee instead of her kitchen with her husband dressed in full indian grab it would have been a smash he commented on her live video. Wow. So, little boy, if you're sitting here saying that you have all these excuses, you're coming at it with respect, um, there's different side to this story, you are wearing a hat and all your friends are wearing Trump 2020 hats and you're showing that you represent this guy and support this guy who just two days earlier than this said this about Elizabeth Warren has mult on multiple occasions has called her Pocahontas Mm -hmm. as an insult has threatened a life of indigenous people. Yes. So you can, uh, you can believe all that you want about the statement you put out that you were really doing this because you had goodness in your heart or whatever the hell you thought you were doing. Mm -hmm. But in reality, everyone knows what that fucking hat stands for. And in reality, you do too. And there's a reason you support Trump. It's because you believe those things as well. Mm-hmm. So you can sit there and y'all can all fucking sit there in Kentucky in your all boys Catholic school and act like y'all were higher than higher than God on this issue because y'all are just chanting our school chant. And we were just staring at him and I smiled because Ugh. I didn't want him to think I was scared and I was going to turn violent. No, bitch. You know exactly what you're doing right there with your privilege and your fucking red hat on. You yeah. know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's like I've heard his story right so many times through my life. Yes, and the way, and like I can already hear how he sounds yeah. complaining, like he's trying to suck up to a teacher to say that mm-hmm. he didn't do yada it's, yada yada. His statement is beautifully written, yeah, beautifully. Yeah. It's like a, it's like prime private school boy trying to get it out of out of a situation mm-hmm. letter to the judge because his dad's a fucking lawyer it's like the prime example of that yeah because he's given like the best education possible yeah so he's going to use that to his fucking advantage so he thinks with his beautifully written and all these like examples and all this shit like i'm a, i'm a man of christ like i'm a christian i go to catholic school i'm a practicing catholic Ugh. You can use all of that, but we've all three sitting here in this fucking room have heard it on multiple occasions because we went to Catholic school our whole mm-hmm. lives. There is. <sighs> it gets me so angry because like, I've, I know that. I know that fucking, I know that fucking like game you're playing. Yep. And all these who support Trump are who are right leaning are going to eat your statement up. 
Yep. Oh, it pisses me off. It makes me mad because I can literally picture <sighs> guys from school. Yes. Pleading to teachers. And who have gotten anyone. away with shit. And yeah. And nothing ever fucking happens to them. Like you this can act so- like you were being an angel, but you weren't. You weren't. It's it's such a typical teen Catholic school boy who has tons of money, mm-hmm. who has, you know, the right parents mm-hmm. that can get them out of any situation. Yep. The, the money that can get pro- them out. The protection and help from all of the other parents yep. that are going to plead and fight for him as well. The school that will fight for him. The I've seen that, yeah. I've seen the school that I went to fight for so many fucking people, but yep. easily kick out the people of color like that yep. for the same fucking reason. Yep. You got pregnant, you got to do school somewhere else. Yeah. Like, you got to do it. Whenever it You came got caught out, for drugs, it, oh, you're kicked off, but you can stay done. here. Whenever it came out but that we'll they were... From Catholic school, I was like, I literally, this, I expect nothing more from a white dude from Catholic school. Yeah. We have confession. We can do no wrong. And we're Catholics. Like, we're the people, the chosen people to them. Yep. Like, we're the only ones who are right. So we're protected. And uh, it's just, what? <laughs> Going to Catholic it's school so my triggering. whole life, it, like, this is, the story is super triggering. Cause you just think about how, how hypocritical it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. And just how that community is so willing just to protect their own mm-hmm. if, you know, yeah, their own is yeah. up to their standards yep. and what lengths they're going to willing to go through and how they just constantly throw the I believe in God, I'm a Christian mm-hmm. man in your face. And how could I do wrong when these are my morals? But your morals are so fucking backwards, dude. Right. Like you were at a pro-life rally. Yeah. in a MAGA hat and all everybody surrounding you most of those white boys that were surrounding you were wearing Trump 2020 hats or MAGA hats and Mm -hmm. smiling right along with you you could see the satisfaction in this fucker's face like you could see the satisfaction it's not a smile of peace it was a smirk Um, oh and I almost when I was reading his statement I almost was like okay this is a kid like I gotta remember that this is a kid like when I was in high school I was problematic Never nothing towards this shit. Yeah. Nothing. I was always like liberal. Nothing to t- type of this shit. But I was like, I wouldn't want to be held for what I did when I was in high school. Because I'm reading this. And then mm-hmm. I sit there and I realize I'm like, this is manipulating. <laughs> like, this is what I saw my entire life. This is just straight up bullshit. Just written properly. And written in a way that they all write their fucking apologies. So... For a moment, for one millisecond, I was like, okay, maybe this is just Kip. But then I was like, no, fuck that. You know what Trump stands for. We see it more now than when we were in high school. The information we have is so saturated. We get on Twitter. We get on Instagram. We get on Facebook. It's all right there. You know what this man stands Mm -hmm. for. You see the divide in this world. You see it firsthand because you're on the other side of it. You're on the privileged side of it. So he knew what the fuck he was doing. Mm -hmm. He can sit there and act like he wasn't. But in the end, he knew what he was doing. Just like all of them in the past knew what they were doing. And also, being a kid doesn't mean you can be a shithead. Right, exactly. Racist asshole. Like, no. Just like being old doesn't give you the excuse. Yeah. It's just, it's not the same. It's not the same as, like, when we were in high school and people would wear, like, George Bush shit and I would get mad. It's not the same at all. The the MAGA stuff is straight up, like, Showing that you 
are into white supremacy like i'm yeah. not even kidding like God, it's have- that extreme because trump's views are that extreme and mm-hmm. his rhetoric is that evil his rhetoric that he used against elizabeth warren these kids saw that and they think that's okay wow I just and had they nostalgia. proved that that's okay because right? i just had nostalgia for when it was back in high school and the election was happening between obama and mccain oh my god yes and our school let us like openly discuss it discuss it and like just how back then yeah you're mad because this person is wearing red and i'm wearing blue yeah and but you could have a good discussion with that person it wasn't like you're completely shut shutting him down and if they were your friend they were still your friend like it wasn't like you're right oh you're canceled because it was just so like being a republican back then is was still shitty yeah they're a very shitty greedy party but it wasn't as like Impressive. as like wow you straight yeah. up are racist and all this shit yeah. which it I'm wasn't sure I'm late to the game but no yeah I'm sure so we had different. a very sheltered life but Oops. it was so different because the rhetoric wasn't as evil yeah exactly. there was always the political pull from both sides uh-huh. like throwing shade at each other but the rhetoric used by Republicans I'm like not some Republicans let's say some Republicans wasn't as evil as the rhetoric Mm -hmm. we hear daily from this man who was the president of the united states and his little followers yes his little minions we also didn't have social media like we do now god my heart is like racing also lauren when you said that so when obama won the first time that was like the first time some of us could vote Mm -hmm. because we were seniors Mm -hmm. and i remember we had a watch party and I was taking government during this time. We could all vote for Obama, or some people could vote, and then my high school had a watch party. There's two different government classes. I had one. My government teacher was liberal. Mm-hmm. And there was another government teacher, and he was Republican. And so, our conservative. So, uh, they had a watch party, and there was two rooms going, and it was like, you can be in the Democrat room or the Republican room. And I remember... Oh, it's so sad because I remember going to the Democrat room because I was like, I'm Team Obama, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, of course. This is about to be history made tonight, bitch. Sit back and watch. <laughs> and then I remember looking into the McCain room and it was just all white people. I already can oh, see yeah. one and, person in particular. Yeah, one and person. I know that was he was there. there being like a hardcore fucking stand, being annoying mm-hmm. as fuck. And then I go into... <laughs> The Obama room and the very little people of color that I had in my grade were all in there. I was in there. And that just, like, I don't know, like, there's just so many times I think back to my Catholic school life mm-hmm. and i'm like wow like that was fucked up i put it we put that up was with fucked so up much. i put up with that like i didn't say like hey that does don't y'all think it's weird that all the pocs the very little pocs in the schools are in here mm-hmm and the only white friends we had are in here, <laughs> like, and everybody else is in the, like, it was so full mm-hmm. in the McCain room, and the Obama room was not full at all. Yeah. Ugh. Like, yeah, whenever I, like, this is why the story triggered me, because yes. when I think back to our experience in the high school, and, like, our whole lives, because we kept school our whole lives, and just how much we put, just let slide, because we didn't yes. think, like, oh, you know what, actually, that is fucked up. And also just seeing boys, especially the boys, just get away with whatever the fuck they mm-hmm. wanted to. 
And me realizing that I couldn't do that. So me realizing that I need to stay in my fucking lane. I need to keep my head down. Like I need to like stay here and like yeah. make sure I'm doing good. Because if I act out, my ass is going to get the consequences. Mm-hmm. I saw it all the time. Yeah. Yep. Middle school, junior high, <sighs> and then especially high school. Because there were twice as many privileged yeah. I'm going to say white males. Yeah. yeah, yeah no. And rich as fuck. Like, when we went to high school, oh, yeah. that's when I started seeing how rich these little boys were. Like, Because right? our middle school and elementary school, there wasn't that many rich people. If they were rich, they were just, like, well off. Rich. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> higher middle class. These people were, like, their first cars were Audis, whatever the fuck they wanted them to yeah. be. Like, I was just completely shook. And so when we all see stories like this, we get triggered. Oh my god so i'm so triggered. i, just, I almost i almost cried right now these stories are triggering because it's like god i experienced that but then it almost makes me more mad that i didn't have the mm-hmm. knowledge to f- mm-hmm. stand up for something that's probably what makes me god yeah, i'm like the most irritated i made sure i was fucking i'm gonna give a little shout there. out to my grade because even though we did have some like fuck boys and fuck girls in our grade it was an awesome, very open, accepting grade. And we all hung out with Yeah, y'all were. Yeah, y'all were so, good. And they, like, we, grade like, were not let, like we, like, <laughs> let people be authentic to themselves. And Jealous. we weren't, like, there were shitheads in our grade, but it wasn't, like, to the point of, because I remember right. our grade, it wasn't to that point at all. Hell no. Hell so, no. Quick shout out to really <laughs> Yeah. We were, like, uh, I don't know. I made sure everybody knew that I was liberal in high school and I've always gotten shit for it. I always got shit for it. Me and my whole group of friends because we were like the liberal like didn't hang out with the popular like fucking right wing rich ass people. So but even then I wasn't brave enough to like say something when I should have. I always opened up my mouth but I could have done more. And I'm just glad like that I see these kids Generation Z the cool ones are like <laughs> doing the damn thing and it makes me proud to see mm-hmm. that because i see stories like this and it breaks my heart and it makes me feel very hopeless but then i see people like march for our lives mm-hmm. and i see people and i see kids out here like planning and getting together and that's what brings me hope so fuck his fake ass statement um i can smell your bullshit because yeah. <laughs> i saw it firsthand Mm-hmm. <sighs> we just went off that, that, that was, was like therapy that was therapy that was catholic school trauma that was facing <laughs> your inner demons yeah oh, but i think that's it we'll be right back okay and after all of that bullshit it's just i just want to take this moment to remember martin luther king jr because yes. we need more people like him yeah the work that you started well, is not complete sadly you would Mm -hmm. think it would be but it's not and it's nowhere near it it's a lot better because of martin luther king jr and we're grateful for that but thanks for starting the movement yeah and still being the inspiration for one today yes Mm -hmm. and i just see like i pass by the mlk parade and i just see all the kids going there Mm -hmm. and like they're so excited and just like how much you still inspire people is so admirable Mm-hmm. And that's goals. But I know somehow that only when it is dark enough can you see the stars. And I see God working in this period of the 20th century in a way. 
that men in some strange way are responding. Something is happening in our world. The masses of people are rising up, and wherever they are assembled today, whether they are in Johannesburg, South Africa, Nairobi, Kenya, Accra, Ghana, New York City, Atlanta, Georgia, Jackson, Mississippi, or Memphis, Tennessee, the cry is always the same, we want to be free. And we're going to go ahead and dive into the Gaia. Mm -hmm. We're going to start off with saying bye and adios to Scott fucking Linehan. He's finally out of here. Bye, bitch. One down, one more to go, which Jason Garrett's probably going to stay another year because Scott (laughs) Linehan's gone. Um, And just to make you not too happy about the fact that Scott Linehan Because we can't have any wins here in life. um, The Cowboys are considering Kellen Moore now as the offensive coordinator. Kellen Moore, our third string quarterback at one point, who was the quarterback coach of Dak Prescott. Did we see Dak Prescott's throws this year? <laughs> Thank yeah, you. So, you know, don't get too too happy. Don't get too Goodness. comfortable. We thought we we can never do anything right. <laughs> Texas was why fun. is why shit always shitty with the Cowboys? <laughs> like, because we can't. We're like, any- yeah, Scotland had to do like, uh. They're like, we're considering killing. Like, <laughs> they build us up just to break us the fuck down. <laughs> Hopefully that's not true, though. But yeah. I, d- I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, so the other day I was just going to get food <laughs> and I was listening to one of our favorite radio stations, The Ticket. And they talk about this music festival that's coming to town called Kaboo, Texas, or Kaboo Festival. Okay. Airport and then festival. I was like, okay, yes, I'm always like, Dal- Dallas needs some good festivals. Mm-hmm. Like, we barely started getting festivals. And so I hear the lineup. Let me just tell you, this is the most wild ass lineup I've ever heard okay, in my fucking life. Okay, but first, where is this festival? Okay, so first, oh, okay. Do the this festival is at AT and T Stadium. So I hear that, and I'm like, okay, it's probably gonna be like just a bunch of people on one stage mm-hmm. because AT and T Stadium is where the Cowboys play. It's a football stadium. Mm-hmm. You can't have multiple sta- stages in a football stadium. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, that's fucking weird. But also, like, of course, Jerry Jones is trying to get in on this. And then I hear the lineup. (laughs) And I'm like, this is so wild ass. (laughs) So headlining are the Killers. Okay, good. Okay. (laughs) I get it. They're headliners. Kid Rock. My My name name is Kid. Why did y'all both? Did y'all plan that? No. <laughs> I was going to say, I want to be a cowboy, Boy, baby. So that's no, why he's no doubt in my fucking mind that Kid Rock's coming out in a Cowboys jersey oh and singing God, that song. Oh, yeah. I need to be there. Okay, so Kid, Kid Rock. Rock. Why is Kid Rock the second headliner? Yeah, I'm already okay. going downhill so quick. Right. Okay, then it goes back a little uphill, but also like, what the fuck, Sting? Okay, I would go for Sting, but also, why is he after Kid Rock? <laughs> and then Leonard yeah. Skinnerd. Oh my God, I'm not going anywhere. And then Little Big Town. So those are the the headliners. <laughs> no, but wait, Lauren. Then wait. we have the Abbott Brothers. Okay, I'm back in. Miss Lauren Hill. Pitbull. Fucking <laughs> Pitbull. How is Pitbull? Okay. I'm not like a Pitbull fan, but how is he not a headliner? Justice for Kid Rock. Rock. There's so many people. Kid Rock should be the tiniest (laughs) right on there. Okay, then from Pitbull, we go to Counting Crows. (laughs) 
I'm here for that. Bitch. Okay, I'm here for these next two: Counting yeah. Crows and then Alanis Morissette. Okay, I'm fucking going for Counting Crows and Alanis Morissette. It's set in stone. Okay, <laughs> and then I'm we there. go from Alanis Morissette to the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> then we go to Ludacris. Then Flo okay. Rida. Then from Ludacris and Flo Rida, we go to Blue October. I'm just an old man, Brandon. <laughs> then we have Collective Soul. Oh, bitch, I'm there. Bush. <laughs> I'm fucking Garbage. There. I'm fucking there. Then you go to the B-52s. Okay, so... <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is my thing. This, and, then, we, no, keep going. and then Rick Springfield. Oh, bitch. And Joan Jett. Oh, Joan right. Jett. Listen. And the Blackheart. This is actually good. It's just the fact that Kid Rock is so high up and first that they fucked up. They I'm still okay. Let me go first. a little bit more. Then we have Violent Femmes. Okay, okay. Go. But then we have Los Lonely Boys, <laughs> <laughs> so they can sing their one, one song. Wonder. It's just, and then after all this, there's a fucking comedy stage. Somehow we have Dimitri Martin, Garfunkel okay, and Oates, Whitney Cummings. Those are fucking great. And a lot more McDonald's. and a lot more. Fortune Feimster. But it's like. What? How are we all fucking this at AT&T Stadium? <laughs> that is very wild. That was ass. definitely on my mind. But honestly, whoever made that flyer fucked up. Why yeah. did they put Kid Rock they up there? They could have put a better order. Okay, so then I'm like, wild ass lineup, wild ass location. Because yeah. this is a stadium. And then, um, then I keep looking. And then I'm like, let me go to this fucking <laughs> website. And I go, and then I see the experience, and I'm like, oh, God. Wild ass experience. And then there's one that says Splash and Party, and I'm like, what? That's where Kid Rock's They're going to be having, somehow at 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 AT&T Stadium, they're going to be having their pool cabana called Basque. No. It's going to be a fucking- This is fry fest. A whole ass pool. A whole ass pool. And you can Vegas style, in <laughs> quotes, day and nightclub that offers DJ sets, flowing cocktails, and yard games. At Basque, the party is always on. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. So this, they're literally bringing an entire ass pool in Cabana to AT&T Stadium. Vegas style. This is in literally going to be Fry Festival. Yes, I'm waiting for the Kaboo documentary oh to launch on gosh. Netflix. The difference You're is right. Jerry Jones has money. <laughs> Yeah, he'll make it I work. I think, okay, honestly, I'm going to go. <laughs> and, like, I posted it on Instagram, and I was, like, and I was, like, counting. I was, like, first is a lot, second this. And I was, like, and lastly, we're available for a live pod. <laughs> right? Honestly, like, the people going, okay, whoever made the flyer fucking sucks. Because there's good yeah. bands and artists going, and you yeah. put Kid Rock up there? That's going to turn <laughs> everyone off. Well, we're in Texas. Yeah, I was so like, not like, in Texas. Everyone. Even in, no, even in here. In Little even Big Texas, Town. Texas, like, Kid Rock isn't... Kid Rock he, isn't anything. Slap? No, he doesn't slap anywhere. No, Maybe if it was like, 2003. Think about the people that are going to go to this. And also, yeah, the same people <laughs> who are going for Leonard... Not, like, Leonard Skinner. Like, the same what? people that are there for Blue October are the same people that are there You're for right. Kid Rock. You're right. But, like, <laughs> what demographic are they going for here? Because you have a lot of Wild older ass. bands. There's really not that many young acts. Yeah. I think there going. really aren't. Basque is it. It's almost like nostalgia fest. Yes. I really do think it's like, this sounds like, like the Wildflower when Festival. Is, yeah. When's the last time Ludacris put a, a song out? <sighs> I don't know. But I guess it makes sense. I feel like it's the DFW area, especially Arlington, is a lot of like 
older couples. Yeah, this is for the older <laughs> couples. This is for the older couples. The older couples who, who still party. Who still listen to um, Black Eyed Peas song. What is it? The one that's like Monday, Tuesday, Oh my Wednesday, god. Friday. The banger one that's like in yeah. the club. Oh, um. Party every day. I know party. what you're talking about. They still party that yeah. song. It's those people. And people who listen to Pitbull. Yeah. Good night. It's like older people who, st- older couples who party, I guess. And me. I'm, I'm <laughs> it's going to be a lot of sugar daddies. Y'all, I'm with their sugar babies. I have to see Alanis Morissette. I love her. Stage. Bask is having DJs perform. Oh, you said DJs. Yeah, Dude, faded DJs. I know. They need to get on. I was like, can you get in there so I can see Alanis? Like, I just want to see Alanis. In County Crows. If she goes. Yeah, that's true. Lord Hill is not showing up. <laughs> She's gonna miss her set. Honestly, I just wanna I wanna see how the stages are set, how they get a whole ass pool and a whole ass cabana. <laughs> and you can rent the cabanas, y'all. Vegas style. Oh man. Just the most wild ass festival. We like, have whoever, to be there to see this challenge to get these people at least their <laughs> names on a flyer. Good job. Yeah. Were they like, hey, Alanis. Was it one person? <laughs> hey, Alanis, we're having this festival. Kid Rock's headlining. <laughs> Little Big Town's going to be there. <laughs> Kid Rock and Sting are headlining. Sting's headlining. You want to get in on this? <laughs> like, well, how do you sell that to somebody? We also got Los Lonely Boys coming. Dude, you want to know how much these fucking tickets are? In the hunt. In a, at There's least a three-day Lone Star pass. So this is a three-day festival. $299. Holy <gasps> shit. Three-day Blue Star. This is VIP. $999. Does that come with a cabana? And then there's a rock star. Hell yeah. Ooh, I'm a fucking rock star. Me. VIP three-day. $4,199. What does that get you? I was going to spend any money on anything. It's the rocks. <laughs> Y'all, hold on. That's not it. Going rock That's star, not it. Not going. <laughs> the ultimate hang package. Oh my three God. days. Three days. 20 fucking grand. This gets you includes all rock star amenities, which is, oh my God, y'all. <laughs> access to front viewing areas, access to onstage viewing platform. What? Personal concierge, pre-event access to onsite hosts, access to Kaboo Artist Lounge, exclusive meet and greet opportunities with select Kaboo Talent, aka Kid Rock, access <laughs> to the complimentary Amplify onsite activities, complimentary food, Complimentary parking, complimentary shuttle surface, complimentary access to Basque, private venue entrance, and golf cart access. You know what? This is going to fucking work, and those are going to get sold out because Dallas, DFW is home of the 30 grand millionaire. Yeah. yeah. And they're going to spend their. No, I don't want to buy the ultimate hang. <laughs> I just accidentally bought So, can you please repeat <laughs> the levels again? Yeah, let me see what's in the ultimate hang. So, the ultimate hang includes everything I just listed, premium front and center stage viewing, priority access to on-stage viewing, backstage access, front row seating and humor me, unlimited beverages, front stage cocktail service, okay, priority to access meet and greets. So, I ultimate think they better be free lounge. cocktails. I would want to hang out with the comedians, though. Right? Yeah. Not the Um, We have ultimate hang. Not black eyed you don't want to hang out with Kid Rock. Rockstar VIP, Blue Star VIP, Lone Star. The Lone Star, the the single day pass is only twenty five dollars. Yeah, I'm gonna do that for. Oh, <laughs> and the Blue Star VIP is only forty. What 
none of these artists show up. <laughs> Literally. That's a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> as long as we're not stranded on an island like Firefest. <laughs> I mean, right? at least I'm going to be like, can you at least them. give me like a cowboy ticket? Right? <laughs> I'll take it even uh, to nosebleed. I just want, we just had to cover that. It's just so wild ass. It is fucking wild ass. That's what they should name it, the wild ass. I had Festival. to make a post about it. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> but I mean, we're here for free tickets. I just gave you publicity. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry I feel Jones. like it was pretty good, too. Jerry yeah. Jones. <laughs> Let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> Spill the Cheese Man is the official podcast of the, the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. <laughs> oh my God. Just kidding. We could probably get sued for <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, just kidding. Ooh, that was a lie. But yeah, if you want to buy us ticks, if you got the hookup, we're the official us. podcast to the Dallas. Yeah, Cowboys. the official podcast to the Dallas Cowboys is full of cheese. Um, but yeah, that's it for Chisma <laughs> So wild. I'm glad because we had a heavy teaser. I know. Yeah, I'm glad it was light. But now we got to go back to shaking our heads. Oh good. So we'll be right shaking my head. 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 So I'm going to start this off. I am actually shaking my head at the song that's on probably every mainstream radio station. <laughs> Top 10. It's called Sweet But Psycho. Never by heard of Max. I don't know her. Yeah, I don't know her either. That song. <laughs> I have been kind of listening to the radio uh-huh. recently because of personal old. car problems <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> personal problems and i've heard this song come on several times and i change it but the name and the chorus and the most probably catchy song to most people or catchy part to most people is her saying oh she's sweet but a psycho And this just immediately bothered me for multiple reasons, because first you're stigmatizing mental illness um, and you're just like feeding the crazy girl narrative. Yeah. So I have not actually paid attention to all of the (laughs) lyrics, but the title and chorus is enough enough for me to know that this is wrong and you're kind of just ruining all of the advances that women or other artists are making with songs especially women because there's that narrative of oh he likes crazy yes or like he treated her wrong and she is actually acting the way she should act and react she's reacting to the guy treating her wrong and it's somehow crazy yeah even though it's just a normal reaction to be treating like to be treated like shit all the time so that's what i'm shaking my samantha (laughs) what are you shaking your head at like I said earlier, I was wilding out this weekend. I went to an establishment by the name of Beauty Bar. And Beauty Bar has these signs up after they dealt with an issue of saying that they're a zero tolerance program, no homophobia, no racism, no transphobia. Like it's a list of just all these things that you shouldn't have to deal with any- anywhere in life. Mm-hmm. So they have this list, and I'm always like, yes, go off, queen. Um, But I get in line to go to the girls' restroom, and there's only one restroom per gender, quote-unquote gender. Mm -hmm. Um, And the guys, the males' restroom, for some reason, the line was really long, which is rare. It's usually the women's. So I get in line, and there's a girl in line, and then a guy, and then me. Mm -hmm. 
I just assumed the guy was with the girl. And even if he was in line for the women's, I was like, whatever. Like, whatever. Who the fuck cares? So, he's in line. And it just so happens that the bar back, like, the person who handles the maintenance there and cleaning the bar and cleaning the restrooms and making sure was in there and he was cleaning up the girl's restroom and restocking the toilet paper and stuff like that mm-hmm. and he comes out and he sees the guy in line and he's like are you in line for the restroom and the guy in line says yes and the guy says this is the women's restroom and then the guy that was in front of me tells this far back like maintenance man I identify as a woman. I'm a woman. I'm a girl. And I was like, I was like, do you real? And I'm standing right here listening to all this. And he basically puts this guy in that position mm-hmm. because uh, it's hard to say this, but the guy in front of me looked like the kids in that video. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He was a quintessential SMU student. <laughs> um, he looked very he had that whole look the whole outfit everything and i was like he turned the kid turns to me or the guy turns to me and is like don't he's like um he i identify as a girl i identify as a girl that's why i'm in line here and he's like smirking the whole time like laughing and giggling literally like that guy literally like that kid and i'm like and then he turns back to the maintenance guy and the maintenance guy's like you need to get out of the line like this is the women's line you can't be going to the women's restroom blah blah and um, then there's a, the no tolerance sign posted on the wall. Uh-huh. This guy point, points to the no tolerance line. He's like, look, look what that says. I identify as a woman and is like laughing the whole time, like not being serious, but putting this maintenance dude in a very awkward situation. And also making a joke and being transphobic. Yeah, you know, like exactly. Trying to make a joke out of it. So. I just want to say it was very obviously obvious that this guy was not identifying as a woman, not because he wasn't female passing, but mm-hmm. because he was just smiling yeah. and being a douchebag the whole time. So anyways, they're arguing and the girl who was in the restroom gets out and I, I'm like, I'm going to the restroom. I'm skipping. <laughs> y'all can argue. And then I get out and the guy's still there. And I guess the maintenance guy just let him because he wasn't going to like win any argument with this douchebag because yeah. first off, he's a maintenance guy. So the douchebag can think he can do treat him like shit yeah and shit like that so i was fuming because i was just like you don't even understand like how hard trans people have to fight for their right to use the restroom that they identify with Mm -hmm. and the bullshit you're doing right now is the argument people throw against them and i was like and you think it's a fucking joke like you think it's a joke to just be like, like these, oh yeah, I'm gonna do it for a woman because the line short. <laughs> like that's literally how he was acting. These trans people, like trans people, literally get assaulted in the restroom. Yes, yeah, because yes. they're trans. Yeah, and you're making a joke about it. So I'm like fuming. I'm fucking fuming, and I go and I tell Trina, I'm like, there's. I was like, I tell him the whole story, and I'm like shaking, and I'm like, I see the guy walk out of the restroom. I'm like, that guy, that motherfucker right there. And Trino, like, we're pointing at him, and he, like, kind of freaks out. And then I'm, like, I'm, I was, like, I'm following this dude. I want to see if he truly is identifying, because I have a hunch that he's not. Because the way he was fucking acting, he was laughing and giggling and, like, just taking it as a huge joke. So, I was, like, I'm following this motherfucker. So, I follow him, and I walk, he's walking to his group of friends. All typical SMU douchers. 
dress to SMU douche uniform to the nines, like everything Mm -hmm. down to it. And he's telling them and they're just laughing. They're all laughing. And then he sees me over there and then he's like, he's like, I'm leaving. We're leaving. We're leaving. And I was just, it just made me so angry because again, the, the amount of like fight that trans people have to do to be allowed to use the restroom. Yeah. They're still fighting that shit. I was so angry. I was so fucking angry. Um, but I don't know. Just straight up douchebag. Straight up asshole. That's not okay. I just hate that yeah. we live in a city, specifically yes. a city, where people are just inconsiderate and they're just assholes. And just thinking it's and so funny. Just, like, he got away with it. Yeah. And then they just laugh about it because it's funny. Or it's funny to them and it's a joke. Right. And, you know. And I was very hesitant to be like, no, you're not. But I knew deep in my soul because of the way he was treating it and the way he was fucking giggling mm-hmm. and pointing at it. Like, look, this is your policy. This is your policy, isn't it? Isn't it? I was just like, this motherfucker. That's what's is more, everything most wrong. irritating probably, too. Just trying to use. I um I wanted to punch him. So he was so you tall. He was have. so tall though. But I was like, Uh-oh. I probably would have accidentally yeah. elbowed him. I was like, I pushed him. I was like, get the fuck out of the way. He's like, I need his restroom. I'm going in there. You can argue. I I told him. I was like, go talk to the fucking bartenders. I was like, if you really want to use this restroom, go talk to the bartenders. Don't talk like don't treat this guy like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you're being disrespectful on multiple levels. Oh, Trina almost I punched him, but I was I like, don't worry about. It. I was yeah. Like, no. It's like, I wish you did, but, like, don't. He's, yeah, yeah, not worth it. Yeah. I was like, he's going to get the benefit of the doubt, not you, because you're brown. (laughs) Yep. Well, Lauren, it's your turn. (laughs) Okay. I have two. Um, We going off this phone. They're both both funny. To me, they're both (laughs) funny. So, the march, we mentioned earlier that they had the pro-life march. Mm -hmm. And one of the guest speakers was lame as fuck ben (laughs) shapiro and this is what he had to say at the march i'm gonna play it because it's so stupid and i want to hear y'all to hear the way he talks the the, the (laughs) argument i guess here is that would you kill baby hitler and the truth is that no pro-life person on earth would kill baby hitler right because baby hitler wasn't hitler adult hitler was hitler baby hitler was a baby right what you presumably want to do with baby hitler was take baby hitler out of baby hitler's house and move baby Hitler into a better house where he would not grow up to be Hitler, right? That's the idea. Baby Hitler was a baby. <laughs> so that's, that's literally how he talks when he has uh, his baby debates. Hitler was uh, a baby. First off, bitch, I kill. I would kill baby Hitler. <laughs> Dude, on site, I'm killing baby if Hitler. Like, that's if baby knew, Hitler. He's yeah. going to grow up and he's going to kill millions of people. Genocide. Yeah, he's going to have a fucking genocide of Wipe humans. out a hum- almost whole entire race. I would kill him. I'm claiming firstborn slit. Dude, I don't <laughs> yeah. give a fuck. There's like no, it's on site. Secondly, you just made these people. <laughs> this is Choose. funny because you just made these people cheer for Hitler. Yes. For Hitler God, to live. Right. And they were just okay. They're like, yeah, Hitler. Yeah, let Hitler live. Second, you're saying <laughs> that they, they would take baby Hitler out of the situation so he wouldn't become Hitler. So you're saying what you hate government you want to intervene come in and take a child away from this family to another family who might potentially make them even worse right like you don't know what's gonna happen you're a fucking idiot dude every you just said something so hypocritical in that statement yes but you're ben shapiro you're the greatest debater 
ever Ugh. and no one can beat you bitch come here right because i'll fucking have a go at it and lastly why did that need to be brought up you dug yourself into that hole was mm-hmm. anybody asking you hey would you kill baby hill <laughs> <laughs> yeah like fuck i just i can't and the fact that it's a pro-life march it- everybody at that pro-life march says that they care about lives and babies lives but they don't give a fuck if the baby's exactly. brown once that if the baby... baby's a migrant they don't give a fuck no nope. okay honestly once that baby hitler was taken in the cps would they have give a fuck no Hell they get no. pissed because their taxes are going towards children and yep. orphanages Y'all. so you're a fucking idiot Y'all. You're a fucking idiot. You're all so stupid and hypocritical. I hate I y'all. <laughs> Cardi B to get two Oops. new dogs and their names are Tommy Pickles and Ben Shapiro and she's gonna walk them. <laughs> Dude, down. He's a, he's a baby. <laughs> <laughs> you, would you kill baby Hello? <laughs> yeah. a baby. You take the he's baby. Not, I don't have a baby. Take a, a baby. baby. Like imagine. How oh, infuriating that is. Oh, I just can't. Alright, so anyways, the second thing I'm shaking my head on <laughs> is funny too it is from the movie raise your voice and it's when hillary duff the iconic they, yeah oscar winning raise your voice that's where hillary duff goes to music school the soundtrack got a grammy and according to this movie she has like the greatest voice ever like what the fuck no one has as good as voice as right. hillary duff in this movie and this is a scene where the teacher picks on her to sing it like for the first time the students are going to hear her sing. Mm-hmm. So this is what happened. I'm also going to play it, and you're going to thank me for playing it. Or not. so that is not three different people singing that is one hillary duff singing raise your voice was trying to get away with dubbing in like five different voices and trying to sell it as her being one of the greatest singers to ever live and grace this school's hall right like this school is very hard to get into it's very elite like is it juilliard no no it's it's like some summer camp it's probably summer Summer camp juilliard yeah, and also they're trying to be like show that this other girl who has a good voice, they're trying to be like, oh, she's better than you. Right. Yeah. You should be jealous of her. So I can't. I'm I mean, my head at that. I also but I'm here for it. I also stand it because <laughs> Hillary Duff falls and then she finds her confidence in the middle right. with three dub songs, <laughs> voices coming in to save her ass. This isn't the first time it's happened either to her. No. I don't know why they're always doing this. They Hillary always Duff. dub her Hillary voice. Duff. I don't know why she they can't just make her something to sing that she can sing on her own. I don't understand. I don't get it. I stand Hillary Duff. And I don't. Good. I shake my head at the dubbing. Yeah. On <laughs> all her movies. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I think that's it for shaking our heads. Next, we will hear who we're standing. Yes. Okay, so this week I am standing a place. It's Salsa Limon on Ackard Street here in Dallas. It's a taco spot. Mm-hmm. I haven't had their regular tacos. I've only gone there for breakfast. But it's definitely in my breakfast rotation now. It's mm. also, I'm going to say, the best babacoa I've ever had in my life. <gasps> wow. Um, and I'm a babacoa 
connoisseur. I gotta go. <laughs> like, I literally so, have to go so I can um, connoisseur. Connoisseur. So, yeah, don't at me, but it's definitely my favorite, and I crave it all the time. And it's a really cute spot, and I want to go back and try their lunch. Um, but, yeah. Can you repeat the name? Salsa Limon, and it is Mexican-owned. Yes. Oh, okay. That's why you gotta go there. <laughs> it's so fucking... The breakfast... Don't at me on the lunch. The breakfast is so fucking good. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, Lauren, who or what are you staring at? Well, yesterday, January 20th, mm-hmm. 13 years ago, mm-hmm. a life-changing event happened. Okay. And High School Musical premiered on oh Disney. Oh my god. And I'm going to stand it because it's such a great yes. fucking movie. Musical, Zac Efron, Vanessa Hutchins, Ashley Tisdale, Cordon Bleu, Cordon Bleu, the songs, mm-hmm. the dancing. Yes. The storyline of it being so cheesy. <laughs> oh, it but was so good. So yeah, it was just a great movie and I know I'm showing my age by how much I love it. But I did own the Zac Efron and Vanessa Hutchins dolls. Yeah. And they sing to oh each my other. Because they sing the Breaking Free, mm-hmm. which is like, What's might, we might be one of the greatest musical songs. Do you still yes. have these? Yeah. It still also was like at that point in time where musicals became popular. Yeah. And it, this was one of the main reasons why. Yeah. And uh, thank God you brought that back. Because yes. now we have live music events on. Mm-hmm regular channels like rent is coming up yeah we had jesus Can't christ wait. superstar and i just hope it keeps going and like the love for musicals keeps growing and growing and growing and it's everywhere till it's literally everywhere <laughs> also the high school musical cast was diverse af yeah yeah like so diverse and i was just like yes all this representation back in the day <gasps> oh, always shit. down for a good musical yeah shout out high school musical thanks for influencing us i really just- had to let it go yeah, I just remember us trying to learn the dances. We're all in this together. I mean, still so relevant. I still <laughs> listen to that soundtrack because so it's cute. good. So cute, I love it. Um, okay, Rosa, who or what are you standing this week? I am standing Spotify because they're going to give us a feature soon to don't play this artist. Can't wait. So, yay. I don't you just like go and you can block the artist yeah. or... basically so you're not That's forced dope. to listen to their music okay but are you done yeah okay. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it was a short standing corner okay. i just okay. yeah okay that's all for the standing corner we'll be right back for the random squishy noise welcome to the random corner where we like to talk about conspiracies <laughs> that is that is it just now the conspiracy it's now conspiracy well this one didn't start out as a conspiracy but everything is in yes the end. yes um if you are opening your phone to any social media app you're gonna see the 10-year challenge right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. it is where someone posts a picture of them from 2009 and then now in 2019 or whatever 10-year span Ew. um so it started out on Facebook, wasn't it, like, your first profile pic? Versus yeah, your- that's what I saw first, mm-hmm. and I posted my first profile pic versus my now profile pic. Yeah. But so, then it somehow translated to yeah. 10 years. And then you got on Instagram, it's a 10-year challenge. Celebrities started posting pictures of them when they were little to now. Uh, your mom, your grandpa, your aunt, <laughs> they all did it. Yep. <laughs> and now people are thinking that this is a Facebook scam. 
because we all know that Mark Zuckerberg is a bigger scammer <laughs> than Joanne. And an yeah. alien. And an alien. And <laughs> they're saying what this is doing is it's helping facial recognition recognition technology learn how to recognize an aging face and Ew. like help people identify you more. So like let's say Rosa did this challenge and then she got caught on camera ah. 10 years from now stealing something and they can easily find you now because now they know how you age yeah. wow weird so luckily i didn't do this me either i was gonna do a funny one of like me as a baby and yeah. then me now and be like it's a, i'm only 10 like stupid. Yeah. stupid. <laughs> i only posted a little collage on my story but it wasn't That's just enough. of me. That's I know. enough. Oh. They know now. They it, know how you age. And also you just tag 10 years? No. Like I was just like Maybe 2009. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so apparently now the facial recognition technology is wow. going to be like whenever they, whenever a kid gets like taken, uh-huh. they're like how they look now. Like yeah. it's supposed to help out yeah. better how people age. Yeah. Which is good on that part, but also right? knowing how you age and how you're going to look. Basically, they're going to know how you're going to look in the next 10 years. so creepy. I would love that's to the, know. Their Facebook came out and they said, no, it's not a scam. But Facebook lies all the damn time. Yeah. They oh, still I got... A thousand percent believe it's a scam. <laughs> they got yeah, a Cambridge totally Analytica on speed dial. So yeah. For real. Um, this challenge has also made me feel really old because I realized 2009 was the year we graduated high school. Yeah. That's all And I I'm of. like, fuck, that was 10 years ago. Ugh. <sighs> Gross. We're going to have a 10 year reunion Time this year. And my ass is not going. <laughs> Me neither. And then the next random thing there was a super blood wolf moon last oh, night. Oh, oh, oh. And an eclipse. And an eclipse. And I don't know how we're still here today. I thought the world <laughs> was going to end. I was like, this is God's last sign, right? Like, the world's ending <laughs> as soon as that moon gets covered up completely. Right. Um, but what did happen is I'm a wolf now. Yeah. That's I got true. my period right when the blood moon came. <laughs> and I was like, this is it. I'm ginger snaps. I yeah. I'm ginger snaps. You had a ginger snaps moment. And I was like, I have the curse. I'm a werewolf. And there's no going back. <laughs> it was so wild looking. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I was like, what even? Again, like last episode, even what even is life? <laughs> like, when stuff like that happens, <laughs> it's just so... You feel like, so what? weird. You like, feel so what? small. Yeah, you just feel weird like, and like you kind of feel like nothing matters because right in the end you're tiny. We're Do all tiny. Know? We're I all say that every episode. We're all gonna die and like who? Yeah, I always ended. am on like a hamster wheel when I start thinking about the size of the earth. Okay, the size of us on the earth, the size of the earth, and then like the size of the planets around Earth. So, like, the size of the moon and how little or how big it looks to us. Here. <laughs> Letting her go on. Let her go on. Me too. I'm not saying anything. Like, the size of it in reality. Like, if we were outside in space, mm-hmm. how it would look. And the moon is so tiny. <laughs> like, if it's like if we were in a box and the box was our our galaxy <laughs> i'm probably just why like why are we here again the way it's oh, coming out of my mouth probably sounds like red and white make pink no it's but like, in it's my even, head it's like oh it's like no I'm it doing does not sound like physics no it's like, like if you went to space outside our milky way and all of that and you look down we would be the size of like my pinky 
Yeah. My yeah. pinky now. Yeah. Just like. Why do we always end up here? Why? Size. Because we try to make sense of how shitty the world is. <laughs> <laughs> and there's just no making sense. No, it's just not. Because humans I was are triggered shitty. earlier by yeah. past past events. God, and dude, now I'm trying to think shitty. about space. Now that we're in random corner, because <laughs> I want to be in outer space. You should watch the Fry Festival documentary on I Hulu because really it covers how shitty things are right now with politics and how this Fry Festival came out like right after the election of Trump winning. And so people were like, oh, another escape, a way to escape and live another life. And it was just kind of hit deeper than it's just a millennials spending a bunch of money on a festival. Really? It was trying to, it was hitting deeper, deep into where like we're trying to escape so badly yes, that we, we are. just, we are so willing to throw ourselves into something. Yes. I am always trying to escape. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I was like, that's not a rule. That's not a The Fry Festival, it's more, it's like, it is about the criminal activity in it too. So it's good because it's like a true crime. Right. But it also is about like how we are as a generation now with social media and how we just try to escape so hard. Yeah. Yeah. And like how we want to be like the celebrities who promote it. Yeah. Okay. So also since we're on the fire, fry, whatever the fuck it's called. So, you know, um, Hulu dropped it and then Netflix dropped one. Yeah, I need to watch Netflix. So, apparently, the Netflix one is just a PR cover-up and it was, like, they hired two parties responsible for this disaster and are included in a $100 million lawsuit. So, they basically just hired a market media group to make this movie that's on Netflix. That's why the Hulu one's so good. That's why everyone's like, watch the Hulu one, don't watch the Netflix one. Because the Netflix one just the makes Hulu you like, feel one, bad they, like, for it. They go in on yeah. him. They're like, why did you do this? Well, if you knew that, then why did you still do this? No, yeah, the Netflix yeah. one is just a PR stunt. Ooh, I saw the preview for the Hulu Fry one, and it definitely, that's what it was. Hulu. Just feel yeah. bad for everyone yeah. involved. If you have to choose between Netflix or Hulu, always go with Hulu yeah so you can watch law and order svu oh my god <laughs> so yeah hulu's dropping the facts netflix is just a pr cover-up by a marketing media group what? that the I fire festival it. people hired i knew one of them was gonna be a cover-up because i went dropped. into this one and i was like <laughs> okay Jimmy i was like they might try <laughs> to make me drop. feel like sympathy for right. him for treating all these people out yeah. of money and making them starve on an island <laughs> no <laughs> sorry that's not funny but how, why did how did this ever happen <laughs> Cause they're just dumb kids. I just, I just remember they show Tyrod <laughs> and I. They show the food that they came. Oh with, my god! Which is the bread with the lettuce and tomato and two pieces of cheese. Oh man, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna yeah, watch the Hulu definitely one. Watch definitely the Hulu watch the Hulu one. one. Yeah, I didn't know that. I was gonna watch Netflix one because I'm always on Netflix more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Watch Hulu Same. one, but I will watch Girl. the Hulu one. Thank you for enlightening me on that. You're I welcome. Know. This whole corner, this is the enlightening corner. <laughs> we try to enlighten you. Um, yeah, but that's all I have. <laughs> that was very random, but I was here for it. That's why it's here. That's why it's here, and that's why it's not in the beginning. <laughs> and that's why it's called the random corner. <laughs> all right, well, we'll be right back to wrap up this show. guys thanks so much for listening to this episode yet again um we have t-shirts yes and we have Yay. more sizes yeah so what have, sizes do we have now we have small medium large and extra large i think we have another double xl 
but if you ever need a size you can always hit us up and see we can see if we can special order that we are willing to do that for you but yeah we got shirts hit us up um again a very limited stock and we out here street delivering these hoes yeah too, so message us 25 dollars. hit up our dms on insta and you can rock one and support us. Yeah. Follow us. Um, we're at Spill the Cheeseman on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And then you can email us, spillthecheeseman at gmail.com. Yeah. If you don't have Instagram, you can email and us. And also visit our site, spillthecheeseman.com. There's yes. some good content on there. And I'm thinking of expanding it to like where we can have our individual blogs yes. on there. So we can, we when something happens, yeah, like <laughs> something happens right away, we can just go on there and like give a synopsis right. of our thoughts. Yeah, that would be that would um, roll. I'll try to explain and, my space thinking. Rosa's yeah. just gonna be like, it's <laughs> gonna be like pages of Rosa typing about space. Rosa's theory. gonna be like, and ready. aliens need energy. Think about the size of the Earth. <laughs> Never think about aliens can be like energy. <laughs> and like the Earth is like a little dot. <laughs> On um, <laughs> but yeah, definitely hit up our website, spillthecheeseman.com. You can also see how we look. You can put faces yeah. yeah, to the voice. Like, and there's a but there's a lot of there's links there for you to get to to listen to like on Spotify, mm-hmm. SoundCloud, all that good stuff. Yes, and please rate and subscribe and tell your friends and tell your cousins and tell your aunts and tell your grandma. Your uncles, your grandpa, tell them all. <laughs> yes, tell everybody to check us out. We got a little bit of everything for everybody. Yeah, we mm-hmm. do. And you can follow all of our individual accounts. I'm at Sam Bam Boom. The O's are zero in boom. I'm at Lauren Baby Sus, B-B-Y-S-U-S. I'm at Rosa La Famosa. Yes. We even much. have little kid followers. Wait, what? <laughs> like Max. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, I guess it sounded weird. That was weird. <laughs> okay, so don't go to Rosa's personal blog. <laughs> I'm just scared Stop to it. give her more access. <laughs> Yeah, it's like thought. it's, it's like creed dot thoughts dot gov actual blogs rosa will just have a word document i've read that stuff and it's even too much for the internet <laughs> creed dot blog. oh my god that's that's the best oh my god rose is gonna be creed when she's dude i probably am <laughs> i'm, I'm ready i'm gonna show I'm up ready on halloween it. and be like wow that worked out well <laughs> Just kidding. Love it. Oh, God. I wouldn't kill anyone. But yeah, hit <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> Or your own say I'm cutting. But okay. definitely hit us up. Definitely let us know if you have a story or you want advice. Tell us who your Anything favorite like uh, RuPaul girl is. Yeah. Let us know who you want to win. Ooh. Definitely. Tell us what you think, what size the earth is. <laughs> or that too. And if aliens Just are kidding. energy. But please remember to follow us. Grow with us. Most importantly, spill the cheese with us. Bye. Bye. Bye.